You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. is a baseball town. Our secretary didn't have anybody on the phone. <laughs> there was nobody on the phone. They were just egging me along. So they brought a little short, chubby guy in with the name Peters and put him <laughs> in my place and sent me to double A ball. Two fans, one mission to bring Major League Baseball to Oregon. Fueled by Guardian Games and Athletic Field Design. This is the Diamonds and Roses podcast. Without further ado, your host, Ben and Dave. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of India's Baseball. I am Harry Doyle. Yeah, you're fired is what you are. <laughs> I, I know I'm not Harry Doyle. I'm not that cool. Yeah. Anyways, as always, I am your host, Ben. And I'm Dave. And you're listening Thank to you. the, the Diamonds, Diamonds and Roses, Roses podcast. podcast. We are back for part two of our interview with uh, interviews, actually, not interview, but interviews with West Coast League players from the Richfield Raptors. And on this episode, we got none other than Johnny Weaver out of Arizona. Yep, they, they, they're kids kids from all over the place come to this uh, West Coast League playing in this beautiful facility for this team, Richfield mm-hmm. Raptors. Come check them out. Uh, it's really accessible, uh, gorgeous, gorgeous facility. And uh, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to hear from a lot of these guys. Yeah. So, John, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, buddy. I know we're taking up some of your warm up time. Anytime, anytime. It's all yeah. good. You had a you had a great drive down from Victoria, British Columbia, after taking on the Victoria Harbor Cats in a 14 inning in a game. So, how did that feel to to pull that off after such a long period of time? Oh, it definitely felt good, right? If you're gonna go play 14 innings, might as well win, especially <laughs> on a getaway day. Yeah. Uh, so you hail out of Phoenix, Arizona, Mountain Point High School, correct? Yes, sir. You're uh, you're at Grand Canyon University. Yep. And uh, so, um, talk to us a little bit about uh, your high school career. What was that? What was that like for you? And uh, kind of how that set you up to you know go and play in college? Your, your ups, your downs, yeah. uh, your transitions, your this and that. Anything, anything. Uh, to do with that. Mountain Point was a great school. I had an older brother that played there, so I kind of knew some of the coaches and whatnot. But uh, there's definitely some great players ahead of me at that school, so that, that helped pave the way. And uh, I don't know I really enjoyed Mountain Point. Mm-hmm. Really set me up for college ball and uh, where I am now. Yeah, you had a great senior season. Uh, you had a 402 batting average, 22 RBIs, five home runs. You were all city and all section honors. Uh, that that was a pretty good feat for you. Uh, you know, during that period of time. Did you did you make a big leap from your junior year to your senior year? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I was just trying to get better every day. Uh, I had a pretty good junior season too, but okay. obviously just trying to improve. But yeah, it was a good year. What what's been one of the biggest things that you've uh, were working on throughout your high school career to always constantly improve and get better on? Um, just working on my defense and my offense, obviously trying to use the whole field. Um, just trying to get better at all aspects of the game, mentally and physically, and especially getting bigger, faster, and stronger. That helps, especially in high school when you're developing as a as a player. Now, did you play year round in Arizona because of the weather and everything? 
Oh yeah, nonstop. Um, I mean, winter it's still it gets cold, but you're playing all year. There's no sitting out for the snow or anything. You're going you're going 12 months of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what's been your favorite position to play? Uh, shortstop. I played shortstop since I was a kid, and uh, I really fell in love with it. But uh, I'll play anywhere on the field, but shortstop's definitely my favorite. Why shortstop? Uh, just to be able to range around and make throws from all over the place, and be able to just to do different things and control the infield's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh, what's your favorite team in baseball? Uh, I'm a D-backs fan. Mm-hmm. Yep, home hometown uh, hometown team. Is your favorite player play for the D-backs? Uh, no. I'm a big uh, Dustin Pedroia fan. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, self-made guy. Yep. Self-made love, love guy. Pedroia. Yeah. He from went to nothing. Arizona State. Walk so. on Arizona yep. State. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So you've been you've clearly been following him, you know, throughout his career, where he's yep. playing for the the Red Sox and some of the things that he's been able to do there. Yeah, just a great guy, great player, and just a, a grinder. <laughs> and so, uh, why why Grand Canyon University? I mean, I know there's a lot of I hear Grand Canyon University with a lot of the the guys that are playing in the the West Coast League itself that that are playing. But what what is it about the uh, Grand Canyon University? Uh, definitely, I mean, it's 25 minutes from my house, so that was definitely a big part of it, being able to stay home. And, uh, cool. Andy Stakewinch is the head coach, and he's a big infield guy, and I felt he would really help me develop as a player. And just in one year there, he's helped me so much in developing me as an infielder. Mm-hmm. What, what's his philosophy been like as a coach, like, towards um, the team? He's, uh, I mean, he's a great coach, good team guy. Obviously, he stretches defense a lot, but uh, helps the team chemistry. He's, just, he's a great coach all around. Mm-hmm. And, and so let's talk a little bit about more, you know, your first year of college, that transition from high school to college ball. You know, what was what was that? How did that transition go for you? Uh, definitely a little bit hard in the fall, getting used to playing every day in classes and all mm. that. But uh, it was a pretty easy transition. They helped me a lot. And I enjoy it being on your own schedule and doing all that. It's just been a great experience. What, what's a typical day like for you, um, you know, in college with – you know, in the spring, during the, the season, spring, yeah. yeah. Uh, during the season, we usually had 6 a.m. weights, probably four days a week. So we wake up at 5-ish in the morning, go to weights. After that, you got I had 7 a.m. class, so I'd book it over to class. And <laughs> uh, then I'd have practice around 2 o'clock. So maybe get a little nap in or get some lunch, and then it's off to practice. And then uh, usually homework after that. But, yeah, it was uh, – Not a lot of downtime, huh? Not a lot of downtime. Yeah. It's a good thing. It makes days go by fast. It's a lot of fun. What, what are you majoring in right now? I'm a sports management major. Very okay, cool. what, what got you, I mean, just because you're playing baseball, or is it just, it's been something that's interested you since for a while? Um, to be honest, uh, when I was clicking my major online when I was a senior in high school, I didn't really know what to click, and that, <laughs> that one looked pretty cool, so I clicked that Appreciate one. the honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that's cool. So, it's, let's, talk, let's, let's go into, like, teammates in, in college. Um, I mean, like I said before, you, you know, there's several Grand Canyon University, you know, kids that are playing or guys that are playing in the West Coast League. Have you, you know, which ones have you run across like so far this year? Um, Zach Barnes is a is a low piece on our team. Obviously, he just left a couple weeks ago because he reached his inning limit. But mm. it was great having him out here. And uh, I've run into a whole bunch: Frankie Scalzo and CJ on the lefties. Who else do we have? Brody Cooper Vasilakis on the on the Knights. Mm-hmm. And a couple other guys, Dante De Niro, Jake Jarvis, Cohen Wynn on the Elks. 
it's been a great experience to be able to come out and play my teammates and all that over the summer. And cool. any like personal wagers on like, hey, you know, we're playing up against each other, just friendly, friendly bets on one another when you're playing? Uh, not really. Um, my two roommates are on the Elks, and we just played them, Dante and Nero and uh-huh. Jake Jarvis. Those are my those are my boys. That was a lot of fun playing against. That them. was a heck of a series. You took two of the three, right, from yeah. over in Bend? Yeah, some crazy games, uh, some lopsided games, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that stadium. That second game was pretty pretty lopsided. It was you know the, the Bend you know Bend really bats came alive. I think the and ball travels up there. Does uh, it? Oh yeah, it does, does a little it? bit. Yeah. It's pretty cool to play up there. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So uh, let's talk. Let's talk more about the West Coast League. You know, what's that transition been like from now college into the West Coast League for you? Uh, it's definitely a little bit different. Obviously, in college, you don't play every day. You have the maybe one midweek game on Tuesday or Wednesday, and you have your three-game set from Friday to Sunday. But uh, here, you're pretty much playing every day. I think I played the last 13 days, so that's getting a little different and kind of yeah. adjusting to that. Uh, a little different. But Stamina and recovery, huh? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely pretty hard. But uh, I'm getting used to it. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It makes the summer go by fast. And uh, do you do you see yourself taking a leadership role on this team, or are you just kind of sitting back trying to learn from some of the older guys that have been playing for a little longer? Um, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to do anything I can to help the team win. We have really good team chemistry. I'm just doing everything I can to help out and uh, helping anybody I can and just doing whatever to have a lot of fun with the team and just mm-hmm. doing all that. Yeah, so I want to actually uh, jump back into your college uh, time. So I was looking this up. You you helped to encourage shoppers to donate money or purchase turkey and non-perishable food items for donations. Uh, and it, told, it ended up coming like with the money raised and then the turkeys donated like about $3,000 and uh, all, all together proceeds in food. Yeah, yeah. We had a turkey drive of sorts at like a, a Safeway where we sat out in front of the grocery store and we had to convince people to donate turkeys to families in need. And obviously that was a lot of fun. Just mm-hmm. being able to talk to random customers to make persuade them mm-hmm. to buy a turkey. So that was good. Excellent. Well, I mean, to me, looking at some of your stats, you know, you're, you're doing really, really well. I mean, you're, you're a team leader in at-bats, runs, hits, doubles, home runs, and games played. Yeah, I mean, it's been good. Obviously, playing every day helps with those stats, but mm-hmm. uh, just making some swing adjustments this summer. Went through some ups and downs. I mean, still making adjustments. Uh, yeah, it's been good, though, to get a lot of at-bats. You, hit, you hitting all fields now pretty yeah, well? Yeah, trying to. Still right. a lot of pull side, but trying to yeah. do that. and Working on back spinning balls the left field was a big uh, adjustment for me this summer, what I've been trying to work on. And went through a big adjustment part in the beginning half of the year, but that's what the summer's for, is just to mm-hmm. make adjustments and all that and get ready for the spring season. Uh, outside of playing here at the Rourke, what's been one of the, the funnest places you've been at so far at uh, West Coast League? Playing in Corvallis is obviously a great experience, which is playing at Oregon State's stadium mm-hmm. in Corvallis, yeah. which oh, was yeah. awesome. And I thought Bend, Bend was a really cool historic stadium. It was a lot of fun to play at. Yeah. Um, so... Moving on, I mean, it's going back into some stats, you're third in the league for home runs, you're tied in the league in games, second in the league at bats. I mean, you're right up there with everybody. I mean, you you know, you're, you're probably one of the all-stars in the, in, in the league right now as far as, like, overall player. I mean, I feel like I'm in royalty at the moment. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to get better. I don't really pay attention. Try not to pay attention to stats. Just trying to do on taking it game by game. 
I don't like getting caught up in stats and all that because I can obviously dig yourself a hole if you're mm-hmm. trying right. to look for an average or and then you get yeah. X amount of hits today to help my average. So I'm just trying to it's quality at bats, right? Yeah, square right. it up, yeah. it up. taking pitches, yeah. Hits. You just got to think about getting right. quality mm-hmm. ABs and hitting the ball hard. Uh, right. So I'm, I asked this to everybody so far in, in, in some other episodes. What have you learned so far that you're going to bring back to your teammates when you go back to Grand Canyon? Um, just to take games game by game and uh, to have fun. I think sometimes we get caught up during the spring season and we have to win, we have to do this, and you end up not having so much fun, and that puts a lot of pressure on yourself. And mm-hmm. I feel like over here in summer ball, a lot of people succeed more because they're more relaxed and they're just having more fun out there instead of putting so much pressure on themselves to do this and do that. Yeah. What's uh, what's one thing that you still want to like improve on during your time here in the West Coast League? Um, just uh, my mental part of the game, obviously, and just knowing which players do what on the other team, being able to remember what hitters do what and just working on so positioning know. based on like positioning exactly. and yeah not just being out there and you know playing just be able to take it to the next level and remember what other players are doing and help myself mm-hmm. position myself well before we get into our three random questions that we have for you to get to know a little bit more about you on the other end um what's it like to be able to play in an inaugural season for the Ridgefield Raptors being in a brand new team and everything Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, it's been a great experience. I'm lucky to be out here. Opening night was crazy, and uh, just to be a part of everything opening up is, has been awesome. Richfield's been great to us. Uh, just working everything out, and this new stadium's awesome, and mm-hmm. it's all been good this summer. I'm uh, very happy with my experience so far. It, you know, some people have said that you know some of the players have come in and they played it, you know, in these in this league, and they've been in front of much larger crowds than they're used to. Uh, in college, has that been a similar experience for you, or is it the call the the crowd size is similar? Because it's like some players feed off of the crowd itself. Yeah, definitely the crowds have been uh, really good here. I'm lucky enough to play at GCU, so we get some pretty good crowds. But yeah. uh, I think the crowds have been great. Obviously, I know in other summer leagues they can only get up to 100 people per game, and we're getting I mean over a thousand pretty much every game. That's which has cool. Been awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been great. Excellent. Well, we're now into our are part of the podcast and the interview that we like to do three random questions. We'll be gentle with you. All right. All right. What's your favorite ice cream? My favorite ice cream? I got to go with Oreo. Oreo Oreo? ice cream is my favorite. Yeah, ever since I was a kid. Got to go with Oreo ice cream. Excellent. Um, If you're you're in the Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball, you're coming up to bat. They play your entrance song. What is it? Oh, my entrance song. Oh, man. Um, Let's see here. Uh, it's my senior year in high school was uh, I had a song called Dark Queen by uh, Lil Uzi Vert, and that's probably one of my favorite songs, so I might have to go with that so far, but that might change. Okay. Um, so, last question. If you could be a cartoon character, who would it be and why? Cartoon character? Yeah. Uh, I'll go back to comics. Uh, well, let's say probably Iron Man then. Oh, okay. it's our second Iron Man. That's yeah, second Iron Man's yeah. awesome, right? Yeah, yeah big Marvel guy. Yeah, he's definitely go. my favorite superhero. All right. Well, we really appreciate your time. I mean, congratulations on what you've accomplished just in this first part of the season for the West Coast League and the Richfield Raptors. It's great being able to have some time to just speak with you, get to know you a little bit better, and we really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we wish you nothing but the best moving forward. Thank you, thank yep. you, thank you for having me. Have a great, great game and have a great rest of the year. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right, well, that's John Weaver, and we'll be back here after the uh, brief message from our sponsor. Sick of overpriced apparel and equipment? 
Looking for a company who prides themselves in quality products and services? Look no further than our friends at Hit Factory Athletics. Created by a pro ball player, born purely from the love of the game, they exist to serve players and fans of the game. Take it from me, Ben. Hit Factory Athletics prides itself in quality and service. Head on over and check them out at www.hitfactoryathletics.com. That's www.hitfactoryathletics.com. At checkout, enter promo code DRPODCAST. That is D-R-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and receive a 10% discount upon checkout. Join the legends with Hit Factory Athletics. All right, everybody, we're back here at the Rourke. As you can hear, they're playing a little Kenny Chesney in the background. Pre-game, Ridgefield Raptors taking on the Victoria Harbourcats. It is July 11th. The Harbourcats and the the Raptors come in after a 14-inning game up in uh, Victoria, B.C. Raptors win, long drive. Long drive. And with us, we have a returning guest, our first returning guest, the, the one and only, the myth, the legend, Gus Farah, GM Richfield Raptors. Wow. What's going on, Gus? <laughs> well, just trying to keep you guys organized, but I appreciate you guys being here. Always well, means a lot to us. We really appreciate you allowing us here. That's the first thing right. you know. Right. Last yeah, place I, we I, it was close. It was I close. Get that. It was close. We last place we were at, you saw us. We got kicked out of it's Dave's house, by yeah. the way. <laughs> well, my, wife's like, my wife's like, none of, none of that, no more. <laughs> so Gus. Uh, the Raptors. I mean, last time we spoke with you, it was before the season started. Uh, now we're over halfway um, into the season. Uh, talk to us a little bit about what that experience was like when the first pitch was thrown out at the first game this year. Um, well, I can tell you I'm tired now. <laughs> um, how has it been for half a season? Well, I think the buildup. You know, when you saw me back in, what, February? Yeah, yep. it, yeah it was winter. Um, yep. You know, we were planning, and we had a we had a plan and a vision and a dream. Mm-hmm. And we just kept practicing that in our head and ex- trying to execute it to get it ready to go on the field. And uh, we finally opened on June 4th, and it was uh, really, really exciting. It was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. We had a park full of people, you know, near 2,200 people. That's, that's huge. Yeah. It's, yeah. Been, it's been great. Yeah. We're averaging uh, somewhere around 1,250 people for the first half, and that puts us in the top half of the league already. Cool. Um, but, yeah, we, we built this thing up in our head, making sure sponsors were on board and making sure we knew how to execute what we were, uh, what sponsorships they were purchasing, mm-hmm. a lot of season tickets. You know, I think near almost 600 season tickets were purchased. Um and all of a sudden, it just happened, and the Wi-Fi went out. Oh, no. And concessions got backed up, and uh-huh. things that we had thought about, but that we just never knew how they were going to execute once the doors opened. Uh-huh. Um, but at the end of the day, um, nobody knew all those things, and what they knew was that we had really put a nice product together for family fun entertainment in Southwest Washington. Yeah, talking about product, I mean, you, you like keep coming, you're like, hey guys, come up, come up, come up. And so I, I had previously come up to one of the games. I mean, this is a really great, great facility. I'm impressed. So I nice. really am. My first Thanks. time here. Yeah. Thanks. The city of Richfield and the, and the school uh, Richfield School District really did a stand-up job in uh, committing to um, building this facility. You know, it has five uh, five fields on it. There, are, mm-hmm. four of them are multi-use, whether it's soccer and softball and baseball. But there's the one, the main field, field one, 
where we play is just baseball, mm-hmm. and it's a little minor league stadium. You know, it it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful setting out here. Yeah, it's a great night. I mean, it partly cloudy a little bit, but the sun's out. Uh, we're we're ready to play some ball. I mean, you, the seating options are great too. Yeah. The way they've done seating structure and arrangement is, is fantastic yeah, a, out here. There's a price for everybody. I yeah, mean, we have seats right behind home plate and first base and third base. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's that's $17 for a single seat. Uh, we have picnic tables, you mm. know, that really have a nice view yep. and nice, comfortable tables. We have grass berms yeah. where families can throw a blanket or a chair, uh, bleachers. And so there's a price for everybody. But this is family fun, uh, affordable entertainment for sure. Yeah. And, you know, Southwest Washington, I told you guys this uh, when we first met, you know, the, the, key, the, the, the vision is that... Southwest Washington has been exploding in size mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah. um, and infrastructure, and they deserve their own home team, and uh, not needing to run across the river to root for everybody else's teams mm-hmm. because they don't have one. But now they have it. Yeah, and I think they're starting to embrace it that way. Yeah, it really seems like the you know the people of Richfield in the Southwest Washington area are really pulling in the the Raptors as their own. What'd you say, Dave? Yeah, I mean, you're going to get Woodland, Kelso, Battleground. I mean, everybody, you know, Vancouver, just everyone's going to come. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Richfield was just voted the fastest growing city in the state of Washington. Really? Uh, this year, and I, I don't know the stat, but most stats are made up. And it's like three of the last five years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be 2,000 more students uh, in the Richfield School District, I think, within three years. Huh. Yeah. And you got some Southwest Washington local kid, area kids playing for your team. I mean, what is what do you think that does for your team itself? Well, we we wanted to focus on that. You know, it, we felt it was important, uh, especially at first, to be able to accelerate the commitment that we had to the community. You know, we have Brody Barnum mm-hmm. who plays over yeah. at Skyview or played at Skyview and now is at Washington State. Yeah. Um, yep. We have uh, we had Daniel Copeland. He ended up having shoulder surgery. He's a Gonzaga kid that went to Skyview as well. Mm-hmm. We have Jack Bauer, who's really been one of our top hitters. And Jack is a Union High School uh, grad who yep. is now at Campbellsville NAIA School in Kentucky. So we felt it was important. You know, the, the, a big piece of this, and I know I keep saying it, is really about the community and about... Uh, a good place to go and hang out on a sunny day, a sunny evening, mm-hmm. and relax and watch some good baseball. Yeah, you know, right now you're, the record's sitting at 15 and 15, but that, that record, it, to me, is a little bit... It doesn't tell the really full story of the team. I mean, you've been in some really nail-biting games. I mean, you scored a lot of runs... Uh, it's, 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 you know, here's what we're learning. We're learning something every day. Yeah. We're learning about our uh, ticket sales, about our concessions, about our community responsibility. We're learning about baseball. Mm-hmm. And it's a tough league because you play so many games. Yeah. And, you know, these guys just played 14 innings last night in Victoria and uh, got done at 11 o'clock at night, got on a ferry at 1030 this morning. Yeah. You know, went over to Port Angeles on the ferry. And then drove here and got here at uh, at 4:40. Yeah, true you know, grind. The true grind. No yeah. batting practice, no nothing tonight because they're tired. Um, so it's we're learning that you have to be super deep. The teams that are going to really compete consistently mm. for championships in this league are going to uh, have really deep benches. Mm-hmm. A lot of pitching. Yeah. It requires a lot of pitching. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, we well, talked about a little bit about the you know the pitching and 
And you, you were you would explain. I mean that that's one of the key elements that you you really. You how know, many how many pitchers threw on. last night? I don't remember four or five. Okay. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I mean a lot. Know, think- but at some point last night, what we had to do was burn up innings. We we uh, we couldn't just sit back and burn. You know, a lot of pitchers. We had to hope that some pitchers could get us through. Mm-hmm. Trask, Telus, Manich, you know, through I think two, two and a half. That was key in the in the extra innings. Mm. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, we're learning. But you know, if you would have asked me in February if I'd take fifteen and fifteen, I'd have told you all day long. Yeah, and you guys are competing. I mean, like competing day in, day out. I mean, you were you're you're like right there on the threshold, and I think it's just one or two little tweaks here, or there, and and you're on top of the South. I mean, that's that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, we were uh, you know we were ten and five at one point, mm-hmm. and then we slid a little bit, and we didn't finish as strong. It didn't help that Corvallis won 15 games in a row. Oh, no, yeah. again, huh? yeah. the Knights. Yeah, they're huh? a good team. They just somehow turn it on. Yeah, well, and, and go they, full They're board. a good team. They got a good formula. And you know we're gonna we're gonna build our own formula, and we want to compete like they do every mm-hmm. year. But it's if you if you only worry about the games at this level, and you don't worry about the presentation of the entertainment right. to the community, then I think you probably are setting yourself up to fail. Sure. Because then when you don't win a lot of games, you know. Uh, that's all you're counting on instead of delivering a good product every night. Yeah. What's that experience so far been being like for you and, and the rest of the staff and everybody being in the West Coast League and, and getting used to all this? Yeah, I mean, look, when we open the doors on June 4th, I think that one of the things that has happened is we've, we've really gone into some uh, tunnel vision about taking care of our own business and mm. not worrying about a lot of other things around us, yeah. mm. like other teams and other better ways to do it. Our plan is our plan at this point. We will tear that plan down at the end of the season and uh, re-strategize and replan and tweak things. But right now, we just have to literally make adjustments on the fly, mm-hmm. and we make them all the time. We're not going to sit on a bad plan. If we need adjustments, we make them. Do do you have do you have any kind of vision and numbers in terms of what constitute a, constitutes a bad plan or do you some have some some speculative like this this is a this is a good plan this is a bad plan or in terms of when decisions are made or how what that um, looks like I, yeah I think it's about the fan experience I mean okay. look it's been things like surveys I mean polls uh, I mean what not, or is not, it just, not doing any just of numbers that. Just, or just, just listening just listening you know okay. taking feedback from the crowd from okay. the fans. You know, uh, working on the concessions to make sure we can get people out mm-hmm. of the concession. We get smashed in there. We, get, you know, the the volume gets crushed some nights, mm-hmm. and we have to move people out of there faster. Um, you know, we're gonna we're thinking about um, adding more food trucks. We've had a few out in left field on the platform. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We we're yeah. thinking about another barbecue out here towards left field just to just to relieve the pressure in the concession. Uh, security. You know, learning how to make sure that we are properly securing the the facility with what comes in mm-hmm. uh, that is supposed to come in and that's the thing as opposed that, to this riffraff right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to keep you two out, but <laughs> yeah. I'll figure that out. I don't out. either. Yeah. I get, you guys just snuck in, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just learn learnings about security, about concessions, um, about keeping our game uh, presentation on time. And just knowing when to do the national anthem and when to do the first pitch, those things take time and practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little things, nuances. Yeah. Yeah. So, who would you say you know you're becoming rivals with in this league so far? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, look, uh, Portland's Portland's near. 
<laughs> right? We went down there and took two out of three from them. They're coming up here next weekend. They're not having the season they had last year, but that's still a successful business over there. Allen and uh, Ross are putting a lot of people through the through the turnstiles there. Um, Corvallis, mm-hmm. you know, obviously uh, our sister team. You know, we own the Corval uh, the Callis Black Bears as well. Mm-hmm. They're coming here this weekend. Yeah, so we'll try and be as polite as we can. Yeah, you guys played them in the first game. Yeah, we played them. Uh, we played them in a practice game, and then. Um, We've already been down there and took two out of three from them. Mm-hmm. But they're on four games in a row right now, I think. So um, I called them today and told them to be nice when they show up here. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, look, you got Callis, you got Portland, you got Corvallis. Um, but every night it's somebody else. Tonight it's Victoria. You better concentrate on that. Yeah, it's going to be a great game tonight. I mean, again, you know, you've you played, what, two or three up in Victoria. You're now taking a big bus ride down to here after a 14-inning game. I mean, these guys, these guys got to be just, like, tired right now. Well, one of the advantages of adding a 12th team and especially a team in Ridgefield is that the travel gets a little bit easier Mm -hmm. for the league itself. Mm -hmm. And this is an example tonight. They're here for one game on their way to Bend. And then they'll come back for the rest of the series, two other games, I think it's July 25th and 26th. Mm-hmm. So we have the luxury now of having them stop here in Ridgefield yeah. and play on their way to Bend yeah. instead of that big long drive to Bend. Yeah, yeah. What? So let's talk about the season now moving forward. What are some goals that you have for the rest of the season for you guys? Well, we'd like to win every game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But not there sure that's going to happen, right? <laughs> um, you know, I think if we can keep our guys healthy, um, if we can keep to our plan that the players were sent here by their college coaches, which was to pitch a certain amount of innings, get a certain amount of at-bats. Uh, if we can show that responsibility to you know the, the colleges that sent them, I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that if uh, at the end of the day, the fans leave this facility, the Richfield Outdoor Recreation Complex, um, on August 11th or further, if we can go through the play, or get into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and they had a good time, and they want to come back. Then we had a successful first year. Yeah, I, I sounds I like think, you're on your way. Yeah, you know, I think not only measures. like on the field, but off the field with you know the excitement that I'm seeing from the people you know coming. And I, I, you know, I come to the facility myself. This is my second time here, and I'm I'm really enjoying both of my experiences thus far uh, here at the Rourke. Um, you know, one of the things I haven't mentioned that I think is really important is you know you, we've been talking about all the elements that make this successful, and I think you know I haven't mentioned host families, mm-hmm. and we've had a we've had a big luxury of the amount of host families that wanted to work with us, and the kids have the kids in their home. Um, and the success of that so far is to the happiness that the kids are having there and the host families are having. That's just a big, big element when the kids go back to college and say and tell everybody that Southwest Washington was beautiful, that the baseball was good, that the facility to play baseball, the, the, the Rourke is awesome, and that they had great host families mm-hmm. that put them up and, and filled the refrigerator full of food for them. Yeah. Because these guys, I mean, they go live at some, you know, not necessarily random person, but some person that they don't what's, know. What's home. the host family process look like? How does that How does that work? I'm just curious. There's there's, a, there's just a couple things you got to be able to do. You know, you got to be willing to do. Let me say, one is give them a bed, okay. and two is feed them. Yeah, that's you know? it. And look, they're half they're gone half the summer, so 
out of the 70 days or whatever that the season is, they're gone half of those days playing. Mm-hmm. So they're not there every day. But those are the two things. I have two kids that are host family in my house. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's quite, a, it's quite an experience. You know, you you've, I've mentioned before, I've got an 18-year-old who yeah. plays baseball. And, uh, you know, so it's been a really, really good um, uh, situation in my house adding two more kids other than, you know, I have to feed them. Yeah. <laughs> and they eat a lot. Yeah, yeah they I, eat a lot. If there's leftovers, I for sure get up in the middle of the night <laughs> and just eat them whether I'm hungry or not. Just so I get my share. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, even care if I'm hungry. I just I eat paid them. for this. Yeah, I just <laughs> eat them. All right. Well, hey, Gus, thanks for uh, allowing us to come up here to record appreciate some it. episodes and to be to be around the team. We really appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to spending the game with here and uh, doing and being a part of this community for the suitable future. Well, with all joking aside, because I know we have a good relationship, I just want to say thank you because um, ever since we met and we did the first podcast and uh, all the way till today, <laughs> you guys have really been fantastic in our in the support and uh, I feel like we've become friends and uh, you're, you're, the job you're doing for baseball in the area is really stand-up. Yeah, well, we really well, appreciate thank you for, that. Thank you for lying yeah. and thank you for saying that. No, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Thanks. And I'm Dave and I'm Ben <laughs> and I'm Gus. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is that right? Yeah. It is right. Okay. He just said it all for us. Yep. Done and done. <laughs> done, done, done. All right. Well, Get out of here. Gus, you the man. Thanks. Thanks so much. And like you said, I'm Ben. I'm Dave. And I'm Gus. And uh, you have a great day wherever you're at. Peace out.